listening to Novel Finds, the podcast where we talk about your favorite books, our favorite books, and everything in between. Hey, it's me, Maggie. And me, Julia. And we have absolutely no chill, and we needed to talk about Iron Flame the second it came out. Yes, absolutely. The absolute. (laughs) So uh, we're here today to talk to you all about our Iron Flame thoughts and feelings. There are so many thoughts and feelings. The second half of this episode will be living in Spoiler City, I think, but the first half of it will be fine. Yeah. So if you haven't read the book yet and you're just looking to get our general feelings, a few different, you know, bits and bobs from the book, you're good until about halfway through, in which case we will be absolutely delving into details. Yes. We'll tell you before we do that. (laughs) Don't worry. Don't worry. Mm -hmm. Um, So, Julia. Yeah. You know, uh, how are you doing? Did you enjoy Iron Flame? Oh, yeah, I did. I did. I feel (laughs) like my response to it maybe isn't as feral as some other people's were, but I did really enjoy it. Nice. Yeah. I read it. Actually, I was so excited for it. Um, It came out the day that we were going to Finland for like a family holiday and um, it didn't come in the mail in time. Like I pre-ordered it and it did not come before we had to leave. And so I was like, well, I'm buying the ebook. And so I was actually, (laughs) I read it on my Kindle. And then when we got back, I have the physical copy now that I will be reading at some point in the near future, I'm sure. Good. Good, good, mm-hmm. good. Yeah, yeah, it was real. It was real drama for me. I was back in the states uh, visiting my family when it came out, and I pre-ordered it to be sent to my parents' house, and it was supposed to arrive the day it came out. And did it do that? No, no, it did not. It arrived at eight thirty p.m. the day after. <gasps> I was like, oh my god, I'm I'm just trying to read Iron Flame. I mean, honestly, at this point, like. I was really worried I wasn't going to finish it before something was spoiled. And mm-hmm. because Bookstagram is so terrible about spoilers, like there, it's not all of Bookstagram, but I feel like people only wait like five days or something or not even five days. Yeah. And then they're suddenly making reels about like, oh, the ending of it. And like, even if it's not giving it away, you still now have told people that the ending will be it some sort of reaction yeah i think because i ended up seeing some of those before i finished the book just because Mm -hmm. i was visiting my family i didn't really have time to read it until i was on the plane home but i think like when i saw those i was like oh great now i know that it ends on a cliffhanger yeah but i was also like well so did fourth wing like i shouldn't be that surprised yeah yeah it wasn't like that much of a surprise but it's just one of those things like guys some people read slower than others some people were getting a pre-order that my pre-order actually didn't get to the house until three days after it came (gasps) out what yeah i mean luckily i had my ebook but i was just like i would have canceled that pre-order and bought it myself like i would have been furious (laughs) yes if i'm taking the time to pre-order it's because i need it immediately Mm -hmm. but anyway anyway enough about that would you like to hear some fun facts um sure yeah i'll hear some fun facts great great this first one is not a fun fact oh okay (laughs) um it is just that we don't have a release date for book three yet yeah and honestly that's terrible news (laughs) <laughs> it honestly is the worst news so um i feel like they should have really planned that better they yeah. should have been like okay one week later this is th- not even a week give it like two days be like okay glad you guys are excited about this here's when the third one is coming out so people can get feral over that yeah come on probably won't be out for years don't say that it'll it'll turn into game of thrones where we're just waiting for like six years for that in between every single book, becoming old and ancient and feral. Uh, no, no. <laughs> It'll turn into the King Killer Chronicles where it's like 15 years later and we still don't have the third book that's supposed to end the trilogy. Oh, 
Terrible. But this one's supposed to be five books. I know. So I think we'll get the third one in two years. Mm-hmm. We'll get the fourth one in two years after that. And then we'll get the fifth one in six years after that. No. <laughs> you take that back. We will be 40. Reading no. the end of the Fourth Wing series. No. Yes. They will be in like their early 20s. Yes. Well, um, that's how it is. I actually have a prediction on the the colors that the books are going to be. Mm. Um, I think that it's going to be a gradation to black. Yeah, like I think the fifth one is going to be black, and I, I think the next one will be kind of like a red, and then the one after that will kind of be like a purpley red, maybe a maroon, mm. and the last one will be black. I wouldn't be surprised if the third one was already black, just because my iron iron flame was already had had the sprayed edges, be fully black. Yeah, I'm just thinking of like so. I just have the plebeian version where it's not any sort of gradation; it's just copper. Oh, you plebe. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but next to the yellow, like the gold, I think that might be what happens anyone that doesn't have like the special edition type stuff yes because i i guess ordered the special edition one i didn't Mm -hmm. even realize wow i guess i'm pretty cool no it's (laughs) because i had a gift card and i think that that was the one that was on sale fair enough yeah i mean that's what i do or if like i have the special edition percy jackson but only because they were the same price as the non-special edition (laughs) Yeah, and then you might as well get the special one. Yeah. So, nice, nice. Okay. I have actual fun facts. The next one okay. is there is an Iron Flame playlist that you can listen to that Rebecca Yaros made herself. Good. Um, And it's on Spotify. And is there any Taylor Swift? That's there is. There I is Taylor it. Swift. There, there is, is some, no way. Yeah. Some Halsey. There's some Florence and the Machine. It is a very moody mix. I'm not surprised that no. Rebecca seems like a moody, moody lady. Yeah. Um, and you can actually find it through her Instagram. It's one of the most recent posts. Nice. At, at the time of recording, it is currently one of the most recent posts that she has on her Instagram. And the final fun fact is I don't, she has pink on the underside of her hair currently. Twins. Oh my God. You yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't currently, but not I was currently. just like, huh. I actually started watching the seventh season of Queer Eye recently, mm-hmm. and one of the stylists in one of the episodes that Jonathan was talking to had, like, pink hair, but it was dark roots and then light pink. And so I was like, ooh, maybe I'll do that to my hair and just have, like, not do, like, a semi-permanent sort of thing where it's just on what my hair currently looks like instead of having to deal with it. Um that could be fun. Yeah. So that was very exciting. Nice. I mm-hmm. think go for it. Why yeah. not? Yeah. I mean, I really enjoyed my time with pink hair. So yeah, might go back. Bring it back. Yes. Well, on that note, those are my three fun facts. One not being very fun, but the other two are kind of fun. Do you have a summary of Iron um, Flame? Well, I will read the inside flap of the book for mm-hmm. everybody. So, so we all get the vibes, but it is over 600 pages. So I'm not summarizing that because that would take me. It's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, plus, my guess is that you've read it if you're listening to this episode. <laughs> so, um, okay, here is the inside flap of Iron Flame. I'll read the dramatic bit first. Okay. Burn it down. The first year is when some of us lose our lives. The second is when the rest of us lose our humanity. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> so dramatic. I love it. Okay. <laughs> Everyone expected Violet Sorengale to die during her first year at War College, Violet included. But threshing was only the first impossible test meant to weed out the weak-willed, the unworthy, and the unlucky. Now the real training begins, and Violet's already wondering how she'll get through. It's not just that it's grueling and maliciously brutal, or even that it's designed to stretch the rider's capacity for pain beyond endurance. It's the new vice commandment, who's made it his personal mission to teach Violet exactly how powerless she is. 
unless she betrays the man she loves. Although Violet's body might be weaker and frailer than everyone else's, she still has her wits and a will of iron. And leadership is forgetting the most important lesson that War College has taught her. Dragon riders make their own rules. But a determination to survive won't be enough this year. Because Violet knows the real secret hidden for centuries. And nothing, not even dragon fire, may be enough to save them in the end. Bum, bum, bum. So dramatic. I love it. Yeah. My <laughs> dramatic opening is different than yours. But the rest Ooh. of it was the same. But yeah, my, my dramatic opening, you want to hear? Yeah. She survived her first year at Basgaith War College, but the danger is just beginning. Mm. Dot, dot, dot. It's crazy. I love it. I love I love that the first one is like graduate or die. The second one is burn it down. All right, Rebecca. Let's All right. What other three word phrases can we come up with? What do you think the next one will be? This is bad. (laughs) Exclamation mark. This is bad. It is the who will live question mark (laughs) oh no okay so um (laughs) we both finished iron flame controversial question right out of the gate Mm. did you like it and how was it in comparison with fourth wing i think i've made it i hope i've made it fairly obvious i i enjoyed my time I, l- I liked reading Iron Flame. I couldn't put it down. I had such a good time reading it. Um, I think they're so fun. I think for me, it didn't hit quite as hard as Fourth Wing did, just because I felt like Fourth Wing was so well plotted. Mm-hmm. Like in addition to being like really addictive and like about dragons and mm-hmm. the competition, and it had all of these like fun dystopian elements that like are so like triggering for women in their 20s makes them remind like reminds them of everything they ever read as teens. yeah yeah but it also like it moved at like a really good pace and I felt like the character development was really like well earned and made sense I think part of my problem with Iron Flame is that it feels like it was written in a year like Mm. um I just think that there are some things that weren't really well-deserved. I don't feel like we got a ton of character development from any of the leads, really. The biggest thing that happened is that they, like, forgave each other and kissed, (laughs) which... Which we like. Like, Which which we like. I'm like... forgave each other. Yeah, I'm happy for them, but it wasn't, like, this big even moment you kind of knew that they were heading there from their second scene yeah i think it just there was a lot of twists for the sake of being twists Mm. and a lot of like just a lot of fast-paced plot elements but i just felt like it became kind of rushed yeah Um, i felt like i could have used more time at the war college i felt like it was supposed to be this really intense second year And she spent half of the time flying away to see her boyfriend. And I get that that was part of the plot because their dragons have to be together. But I don't know. I felt like I could have used a little bit more. Yeah, I think I just could have used overall a little bit more development. That's not to say I didn't love it. Like, it's not like it was a two-star read for me. Like, it's absolutely a four or a four and a half out of five. Mm -hmm. But I just think for me, it wasn't as good as Fourth Wing. And even though I really want the third one to come out immediately, I'd prefer it if she took two years to take the time. Yeah. Yeah, but, I agree. Yeah. Let's let's hone those twists into just a couple and not like every single scene. Every single. Yeah. So I, yeah, I, I really, really liked Iron Flame. Um, I definitely was obsessed with reading it and couldn't put it down. For me, I don't know that it hit as hard as fourth wing did Mm -hmm. but i think that's because um like before fourth wing i hadn't had an addictive book as as soon like it was akatar 
And then the time between Akatar and Fourth Wing was quite long. Yeah. The time between Fourth Wing and Iron Flame was not as long. So I wasn't like completely missing the feeling of having an addictive book. I had already had that quite recently. Mm-hmm. So I think for me, that played a bit of a factor. But I also, I mean, in, in terms of, sorry, that was a deep sigh. That was a huge sigh. <laughs> in terms of character development, I mean, we talked about this. Um, yeah. And it's just, they, they, there was no downtime. It was literally these characters are together. They are either planning something really heavy. They are going through class and it ends up quite traumatic or they are what seems to be downtime doing something for class and then a twist happens. So Mm -hmm. it's always like there was no downtime. There was no time where you could just be comfortable. Yeah. Like I was I was always anticipating something was going to happen and I kind of wish that I didn't have that feeling through 600 pages of book. Yeah. So that was kind of annoying for me because then it became a thing where it was just like, okay, well, they're really chill right now. I know something crazy is about to happen. I would check in with myself and be like, can I handle this right now? I'm like, no. So I'd put the book down and walk away and come back like 30 minutes later. Mm -hmm. Whereas I would have rather been punched in the face with a twist. Whereas these ones were kind of predictable. Yeah. And I also feel like the more twists that occur, the more numb you kind of become to them. Like if you keep reading twists, you kind Mm -hmm. of expect it. So then in order for a twist to really hit, they need to start becoming bigger and bigger and bigger. Right. And where do you go? Yeah. Where do you go? Like eventually you're not going to surprise people anymore. I think that's just how it is. I don't know. It reminded me a lot of, um, I I don't want to say a lot because I, I do, I think like I enjoy these a lot more. But did you read Maze Runner? Did you read the Maze Runner trilogy? I did not. I think I read the first one or watched the first movie and then didn't continue. Because the first one, I think in the same way, had these like big elements of surprise. Like, what are we doing here? What's going on? And all of these like fun twists laid out in the book. And then in the second and third one, there were so many twists that I felt like I couldn't keep up, which is something... I also feel like in the third Divergent book, Allegiant, mm. it's like, I'm a mm-hmm. good guy. I'm a bad guy. This is right. This is wrong. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. you keep like, I understand that these are maybe like plot twists, but I'm so confused. <laughs> I like can't keep up with the plot. I'm like, what's supposed to be happening here? Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. No, I definitely I thought actually when you started talking about a different book, I thought you were going to go into the Divergent ones. And the third one specifically came to mind in terms of. There's just there's just a few too many twists. Yeah. Like I mean, Allegiant still makes me cry every time. It's but, sad. But um yes, I think Iron Flame needed to chill a bit. Mm-hmm. I loved it, but it needed to like go sit in a corner and just breathe for a little bit. Yeah. Just take a deep breath, honey, sweetie baby. Yeah. Have a you glass know? of wine. It's like, gonna be okay. Chill out. Take a bath. You know, don't worry. Don't worry so much. <laughs> it's okay. Um, so, Julia, yeah. did you have a favorite line or section that you would like to share with the class? I do. Thank you so much for asking. You're so um, I have three, and it just so happens that they're kind of beginning, middle, and end lines, mm. which is which is cool. Um, and I think they're not spoilery, so I think it'll be fine. Um, can I share all three? Is that all right? Go for it. Amazing. Okay, so in chapter one, page three, it oh, made me laugh. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, she is wandering around this the building, mm-hmm. and um, <laughs> she says, they seem to form – she's looking at, like, the stairs and the levels of the building – they seem to form a pattern, but I'm too close to see the whole of it. There's no perspective, which pretty much feels like a metaphor for my entire life right now. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, girl, same. <laughs> like, I, too close. I love how dramatic Violet is sometimes. She really makes me chuckle. 
She really is the most dramatic. But then you get into like Zayden's POV and you're just like, oh my God. <laughs> Again, he's even more dramatic. <laughs> he's the one that wears all black all the time. Yeah, truly. <laughs> he's like, I have to wear the color of my soul. <laughs> okay, anyway, the next one is about halfway through and it's... um between violet and zayden and zayden says me argue with you about books he shakes his head sliding his hand to my cheek i only pick fights i can win (laughs) nice (laughs) it's like ah that's that's cute um and then toward the end another violet and zayden where she says and excuse my language here because she does say the f word um I know. There's so many F words in this book. Yeah, there are a lot. There are. There are a lot. Um, But she says, my love isn't fickle. I shake my head slowly, keeping my gaze locked on his. So you'd better live because I'm ready to ask you all the fucking questions. (gasps) And I'm just like, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Uh, Nothing like a threat to keep someone alive. Yeah, well, that's the only thing that keeps people alive, I hear, (laughs) in the Iron Flame fourth wing universe. Oh, I thought you were talking about just in general. I was like, yeah, I mean, fair. Oh, okay. Well, hey. (laughs) Like, I can't die. Maggie told me I had to live. Otherwise, she'd kill me. So So, that's just 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 how how it is. Um, What about you? Favorite line or section? I think generally all my favorite lines and sections are are between the dragons. Mm-hmm. Taryn and Andarna. Like, yeah. they are my everything, and well, I love them. Yeah, Ar- Andarna is such a sass. She is such a little teenager in this book. Such a teen. It's like teenage Groot. <laughs> yeah. That's how it felt like we upgraded from baby Groot to teenage Groot in this book. Yeah. But she's so funny. I love it. She's trying to eat people. And Taryn is like, we do not eat our allies. She's like, you never let me have any fun. <laughs> I, I just saw a thing um, when I was looking through Rebecca's Instagram. She posted a reel in her stories about like uh, the Finding Nemo scene where they're like, fish are friends, not food. And it's Taryn and, and Violet saying we do not eat our allies. But then Andarna yes. is like... Except dolphins. Those guys suck. (laughs) Yeah, you tell them, baby. (laughs) I love her. Oh, yeah. She was funny. She had such a toot. I remember vaguely being a teen. (laughs) So many years ago. (laughs) It was just like immediately in my brain imagining just like a granny. Like, oh, in my day. (laughs) Yeah. What can you do? So, Julia... Yeah. Did you enjoy any of the new characters? I did. Uh I think I I liked Sloane the most. She's sure. yeah. Liam Liam's younger sister. Mm-hmm. It took a bit to like her. Um but she grew yeah. on me. She I mean, she's just so combative in the beginning and Violet wants to help her, but she just hates violet so much um and it's rough it's rough because like i don't hate violet so seeing someone else hate violet is really annoying and like with cat as well i never got around to liking her very much like eh. though there was one one instance between cat and violet where uh i thought it was very funny um when she's talking about the finger moves and then said oh yeah thanks (laughs) thanks <laughs> like ah nice um, got her yeah i thought yeah. that was hilarious people that read it know what section we're talking about people that they don't know. you'll just have to get there don't worry but yeah i think sloan and imogen like imogen taking sloan under her wing mm-hmm. was was nice and needed because i just i love imogen and i love that we got to see more of imogen in this one yeah um, what about you? Um, I think my two new favorites were Sloane and Marin. Mm. Um, so part of the book, I don't know, is this a spoiler? It happens like halfway through. So I'm going to say no. But they meet some Griffin Flyers. And Marin is one of them. 
and mm-hmm. I liked her energy. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like she was re- just really good value, a really different sort of character. I feel like everybody in the fourth wing universe is really intense. Well, All they are. The time. Yeah, but <laughs> Marin is just like, y'all, no. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> We're doing our best. <laughs> Drink some wine. Take yeah. a bath. Sit it's in the corner. Okay. You know, <laughs> she sees things for as they actually are, and she doesn't let her emotions get in the way of how mm-hmm. she, like, views the world and views, like, the Griffin Flyers versus the Dragon Riders. And I just felt like she was a necessary addition mm-hmm. to, to this series. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. It's also interesting that Marin and Kat were best friends, mm-hmm. and it's just like we don't really get to. Cat is very two dimensional in hugely in yeah. this book, and Violet I think does bring it up to her a few mm-hmm. times, just like why are you being like this? Because um, it's it does get very like repetitive the whole time with cat and violet because they are cat hates violet violet's like i just met you and cat's like well here's all the reasons why i hate you and you're the worst and violet's like i literally just met you (laughs) yeah and marin is like cat you just met her chill out (laughs) and so i think that's nice that marin is kind of she's friends with both of them a little bit yeah. Or a little bit with Violet, but best friends with Kat. And so it's kind of not that she's a go-between, but it is very nice to kind of see Griffin Rider Flyers um trying to integrate. Yeah. Trying trying to do they like they try. Whereas I don't think the Dragon Riders really try that much. They don't try at all. No. Yeah. They definitely still have an air of superiority. I think well, I mean, even with the infantry, they had an air of superiority. So it's just like when do they get to be humbled? When when will the dragon riders really understand that they're not the most they're not like the top tier. They are a part of an entire ecosystem. And I think some of them get it like on a like on a really basic level yeah Rhiannon has a line where she talks Mm. about how like we all need each other but everybody still does kind of think like the dragon riders think that they're a little bit better and the griffin flyers think that the dragon riders are crazy they're like it's totally ridiculous that you guys die yeah that thing thing where they were talking about how they pick the Griffins, like it's how they. So funny. Like that. I mean, to be fair, the Griffin Flyers throw themselves off a cliff, and if they land on a Griffin, then that Griffin is theirs. But because we've grown with the Dragon Riders, all of us are like, "Oh my God!" They're just like throwing themselves off cliffs. What happens if they don't catch a Griffin? And someone does ask that, and then them being like, "We just hit the water and go to the beach," like, yeah. and then we just have to get a different job. Right, and we're just we just pick a different area, <laughs> and, and all of the dragon riders are there with their mouths open, just like you don't die. <laughs> what? Your life isn't in constant danger. <laughs> and, and all the, the flyers are there, like, oh my god, have these people gone to therapy? Like, why are they constantly? Like, they are. Do they need a hug? They do. They do need one. <laughs> they do need one. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's just it the difference between the flyers and the riders is hard at points, but it's also quite funny. Yeah. Because yeah. the riders are so contemptuous and the flyers are also kind of, but then they they have a bit of chill about them. Yeah. I think they're defensive. I think they're really defensive. Mm-hmm. Um, of like their people. Yeah, which I mean, understandably. Yeah, totally. Um, okay. Exciting news that I didn't put in the fun facts because we were gonna talk about it anyway. Did you see Fourth Wing has been optioned by Amazon Studios yes! to be turned into a TV show? Of course I did. Of course I did. There's like so many stipulations because they're like, we're only doing it one book at a time. <laughs> I think Amazon's been burned <laughs> by so many fantasy adaptations. They're like, <laughs> yeah, only one, <laughs> only one at a time. <laughs> so I think that they're being so dramatic and funny about it, but I can't wait. 
I'm so excited for it. I am so excited for it. Honestly, part of me is like, all right, so any of the cast-offs that didn't get into the Akatar casting will probably go over to Fourth Wing and be well, cast in that. They'll definitely audition. Yeah, yeah. For sure. I feel like Resand and Zayden probably have the same pool of actors or like a similar pool of actors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, maybe. Because I suppose... I suppose recent could play a bit older. Yeah, it's it's dependent so on what age they want to play. Yeah. I mean, side note, I don't remember what actor I decided might be a good resand, but have you seen Casey the have you seen the Red White and Royal Blue movie? Indubitably. The guy that plays the first son, I think would be a cute resand. Okay, cool. I thought you were going to say the prince, and I was like, no. Ew. Honestly, I did not. I was not into the prince at all. I was he, like, I think, did uh, his. I think he tried and like he, he worked with what they gave him, but also I don't think they had a. I don't, I don't know that they picked the right person to play the that prince. kid's getting cast all of the time. Like, where? I don't know if he has some dirt on some Hollywood people. Or what is happening. But this is... I have seen him in three movies this year. What? I just am shook at this. What other two movies have you seen him? Okay. Well, one is the wonderful Netflix original, Purple Heart. It's about a a war hero. And this aspiring singer played by Camila Cabello. Camila Cabello. Whatever. Yeah. Um, And they both need money. So they get fake married and because then the army gives you money or something like that okay anyway it's bad it's (laughs) really bad i mean i was gonna say it doesn't sound great it's bad but not even in a fun way is it like drinking game bad yeah nice easily and it's like the power of her song heals him from his war wounds i can't even get into it but then he is also in i just saw the movie bottoms and he plays a football player. Interesting. I would say Bottoms was his best performance because okay. it's like a satire. So you just mm-hmm. get to, you just got to be kind of like a really arrogant, stupid football player. And he, I could tell he had fun doing it. Well, that's good. That's good. Yeah. I yeah, I just I didn't really like him chosen for the prince in Red, White, and Royal mm-hmm. Blue. But the the one playing the first son, I think, would be a pretty solid um, resand. Yeah, I could see him as any of them, actually. Any of the the boys. I don't know that I could see him as as Cassian. Because I think Cassian needs to be built. He needs to be like a brick shithouse. He needs to be... True. I mean, he could... Like the size of Jason Momoa. Okay. That's a lot of pressure to put on a man. (laughs) We do need to be kind to the gentleman people. I agree. But um, he's like the biggest of all of them. Yeah. Is the thing. But I do think he'd also be a good Asriel. Asriel. I call him Asriel. Asriel. Um, I think he'd be good at that too. All right. Anyway. Well, let's go into fourth wing. Fourth wing. Um, what do you have any new casting ideas for fourth wing? I have no like totally new casting ideas. Like for me, people like Zayden is still totally like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um I think my casting for Violet is perfect, but she's too old. So it's just kind of like an RIP for my dreams. Um, But for me, like when I am reading the book, I imagine Violet as Caitlin Dever. And I imagine her mom is Kate Winslet. Oh, okay. Um, Mira, I'm open. I imagine Mira could be quite big. Like, I don't know. I don't want to say like, a money grabbing role but you could put like mm-hmm. a really big name actress in yeah. that role i think you know yeah especially because like she only shows up every now and then so i wouldn't be surprised especially because well people like Lawrence Pugh is like delving into sci-fi fantasy with dune if they tried mm-hmm. to like get her in yeah i could see her as, as some way as yeah. mira maybe well, i think um the mom after reading iron flame maybe could be played by julianne moore okay maybe yeah. yeah but i mean she's also done like all of that stuff i'm pretty sure she was the mom in allegiant too julianne moore i think let me look it up whose mom was she she was the main girl? mom no four. Oh, four. Oh, 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 oh. i never saw allegiant 
Oh, okay. Um, so I don't, I don't know for sure, but that's possible. Well, you know, just, Kate, Kate Winslet was also in. I do know that. Divergent. Yeah. Kate Winslet is just so good. I can't even. I'm trying to think if I had any other thoughts on casting. My mind's just gone completely blank. I mean, not to pull the best friend card from Divergent straight into Fourth Wing, but Zoe Kravitz could be a really good Rhiannon. She would be. If you're sw- if you're looking at character tropes, it, yeah. they're they're like parallel to each other. Problem is, is I like I don't know people in the age bracket that they would be actually looking for. Yeah. It's kind of my because even people where I'm like, oh, they're young, like Sadie Sink and Jenna Ortega, they're still like twenty-four. Yeah, but remember that girl from V.E. Schwab's first kill? She's like our age and she looked like oh, a sixteen year old. You're right. So what do I know? Mm-hmm. Um, I did think who would be a good potentially a good I kind of thought maybe for Sloan, you know, maybe for anything would be the girl from the chilling adventures of Sabrina. Oh yeah. 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 The one that I dressed up for Halloween. Yes. Her. Yeah. I mean I think Imogen could also be Kiernan Shipka. Like that's the vibe that I get. Oh, I was incorrect. Julianne Moore is in the Hunger Games. Yeah, she's the president. Yes. So that's, it's a different dystopia I was thinking of. She is not the mom in Allegiant. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. You didn't know. I didn't. I looked it up. Um, <laughs> all right. Any other thoughts before we move into Spoiler City? No, I don't think so. Other than saying thank you to the people that are going to peace out and finish yeah. the book and then come back in the sin. Yeah. Um, thank you guys so much. If you are leaving us, we appreciate you sticking around. We'll see you next week for a new episode. And for everybody else, here we go. Buckle up. <laughs> Buckle up. Okay. Um, the first thing I really want to talk about is Jack Barlow. That's the first <gasps> thing I want to talk about. Oh my God, okay? Jack Barlow. Because I just want to say that I have no time for this. <laughs> okay. None. Absolutely no time. I read it and I just thought to myself, why though? I actively shut the book and groaned and then opened it. Well, okay. I shut my Kindle and groaned and then opened it and started like continued reading. But what an awful twist. Why is he still alive? I just don't care why we went through the effort. You know? Right. I understand that part of his journey is that he's a venom venom whatever now yeah yeah and but i just don't get like couldn't you have had that happen to another character why did we rebuild this man i mean to be fair she did have it happen to another character (laughs) yeah she did then have it happen to another character but i'm just like you could do testing or whatever weird shit is going on with the healers to Mm -hmm. to any other character why did you have to bring this one back to life and also i'm sorry you can bring people back to life is that like a plot now like you're just letting people come back to life no i think so if they were going to pick someone to turn into a venom and like secretly reveal themselves i feel like nolan the healer would have been a good one Especially if, since he's running himself ragged the entire dang book, having him turn Venom would make more sense. It would make more sense and it would make his villain arc make sense. Yeah, because he really is just, oh God, it's so annoying. It's so annoying. Jack Barlow. And also, he got the last line in the book. And I'm like, ew, why? I didn't ask for this. I didn't want this. Like, I'm sorry. Do not tell him that you're brothers now. Like, ew. It's not like I mind, like, villains, okay? I don't mind if bad things happen to my characters. Mm -hmm. I'm probably one of the only people out there who, and we'll delve into this later, but when Zayden was Venon, I was just like, whatever, cool. Like, I will see where this goes. But Jack Barlow? Absolutely not. Like, to me, it's just, I just, I, okay, to me, it's like, I can tell if Marvel has run out of an idea, if all of a sudden they're just like, they're not really dead. It's the multiverse. Here's another one. I'm like, okay, <laughs> well, is that real storytelling or are, are you just like doing whatever you want now? I just, I don't like it when people die and then they come back to life. Okay. If 
it's a mystery. If you fall off a cliff into the abyss and we don't know, I'm fine with that. But if an entire mountain falls on you, you're dead. Okay. <laughs> you, you are dead. There is no way out of that. <laughs> no way out of that. And if your dragon is like, my rider is dead. Okay. Yeah. Well, then he's dead. Like, yes. I don't understand. And how with this storyline of bringing people back to life, are we going to just pick and choose for the remainder of the series who like has the ability to get a second life? Are there going to be consequences to having a second life? These are the things I need to know. Is that you're now venom. Right. Yeah. No, that is bad. Um, so now I think we need to learn whether or not being a venom actually does make you evil the way that we've seen. Yes. Or if that is just them falling on what is easy. Right. Which brings me to this thing that I wanted to bring up. Yeah. Which is big. It's a big thing I want to discuss. Okay. Okay. Because I went down a huge rabbit hole. Love that. But I believe... It was worth it. Let me see if I can find the thing that I want to talk about. Bear with me. Bear with okay. me. Okay. Okay. Well, evidently I didn't save it. Okay. No. That's fine. It just means I won't have a direct quote, but I will still say the thing that I want to say. You know how they have those headings before all of the chapters? Yes. Do you remember one of them was a letter that Mira Sorengale wrote to some other war general? And she said... There is no cure. There is only like strength and tolerance or something. Like there's only the ability to overcome. Mm. But there's no cure. And then, okay, I was thinking to myself, okay, so I think she knows about it. Mm -hmm. And maybe someone close to her has become venom. Maybe her husband, potentially. Also potential. No, not Mira. Sorry. What's her mom's name? I don't know. General Sorengale. This was a letter from General Sorengale to someone else. So basically, Violet's mom knows is what I'm picking up. Mm -hmm. And also, Mm -hmm. do you remember um, her mom was really, really sick when she was pregnant with Violet, which is why Violet is so weak and frail and tiny. Oh, yeah. I forgot. I'm like, oh, interesting. I don't know. Just all stuff to think about. The thing is, though, Venons do have like some sort of red ring around their eyes. Yeah, from what we've been told. And so I feel like we would notice. But also Violet's not a very reliable narrator. So, yeah, I I do think that um, in the world of healers and Mm -hmm. all of that and, you know, near magic, that if General Sorengale or her husband became Venon, they would have a way to cover up that, you know, like they could hide their eyes. Yeah, wear contacts. I don't know. Drink some sort of juice and they're fine. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. that, I think, could be covered up. And I am i don't know if this will be what happens, but that is one of my theories right now is that okay. the general already knew about it. And in some way, I think it relates to Violet's dad. You know, I also think Violet's dad, something, something with Violet's dad. He, yeah. I mean, if we're bringing back characters. Um, Left, right. There are two parents that I think are going to somehow have an impact and come back, uh, which is Mr. Sorengale. Mm-hmm. I don't remember his first name. So Me neither. Mr. Sorengale, Violet's dad. I think he might still be alive. And Zayden's mom. Mm, oh, totally. She just ran away. Yeah. Like after 10 years, you just get to leave, which I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, Zayden is very strong. He wields shadows. And... Part of me thinks, okay, that is kind of a dark trait. Mm-hmm. Um, Venon are categorically dark people. Yeah. So maybe the princess of the Venon went and did it with Zayden's dad and was forced to live with them for 10 years before leaving. I don't know. Um, Look, it's all possible. Okay. Yeah. Especially if in this world they have contacts so nobody can tell. Yeah. <laughs> <Anything>. <laughs> we have no idea. That um, I do think Zayden's mom is definitely going to make an appearance. I don't know that the dad is going to make a physical appearance, but I do think he is going to 
I think he'll he'll play a role. I don't yeah. know if he'll necessarily come back. I I'm not ruling it out. Mm-hmm. I I don't necessarily want him to, especially since we already like her brother came back. We have a lot of people coming back. I think yeah. some people should stay dead. Okay. Well, speaking <laughs> of her brother coming back, though, yeah, uh, Naolin, Taryn's mm-hmm. rider before Violet is the one yeah. that that brought uh, Brennan. Violet's brother back mm-hmm. is did he burn out or is he now a venom? The thing is, is that I think this could be a number of things. Mm-hmm. Um, do I think that he could be a venom? Yes. Do I think that something else terrible could have just happened to him? Yes. Do I think he could have just been burnt out? Yes, because Taryn is really, really terrified of Violet burning out. Like that's true. He's really, really protective of her. But is he terrified um, because then? It's so easy to just pull from the earth. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, I, I'm not ruling it out. Mm-hmm. But then we have to ask. Possible. Yeah, we have to ask the question then: If Naolin is still alive, how is Taryn bonded with both Naolin and and Violet? Exactly. And then we have to to ask then: How are Zayden and Segale doing? Because exactly, like, is, are they still bonded? Yeah. Because if they're still bonded then I don't think Naolin could be yeah. alive in a venom. Right. So we'll have to find out in the next book. But I also find... So Dane does have a redemption. Yes. How do how do we feel about that? How do you feel about that? I hate myself, but I liked it. Like I, I hate too. myself for saying it. It was happening and I was like, oh no, do I like them? <laughs> Yeah, I was, like, kind of relieved when they were friends again. I was like, oh, no. Because I I was so against him by the end of Fourth Wing. And, like, I stand by it. It it was shitty. But they're friends now. They're friends. And every time they were studying together in the library, I just felt so wholesome. And it felt nice. And it felt like he like i felt like we finally got to see the dane that she always talked about like Mm -hmm. someone who was always there for her and understood her and was her friend which was really refreshing it it was nice um this thought literally just came to me though where god i really hope there isn't like a weird love triangle no can i tell you what i think is gonna happen yes okay listeners don't hate me (laughs) okay this is just my theory because I think they might just be friends, mm-hmm. but knowing plot twists and romance author, it, we could be getting set up for Dane to be the enemy to lover because he was her enemy in Fourth Wing. And maybe he'll be her lover. Okay, so here's what I think. Now that Zayden is Venon, I believe that he will become unhinged. And then in his dying breath, he will tell Violet that he loves her and then he will die. And it'll be really tragic. In the third book. And then in the fourth book, it'll just be sadness and chaos. And then in the fifth book, she will get with Dane. And that's my guess. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I hate it. <laughs> I know, but I had that thought and I'm like, I don't not see it. Like, do I, I also I don't know, not see it, which is why. Oh, I also, I, mm, I can I'm see sorry. it and I don't like it. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> I, it. It came from my brain, and yeah. now I feel like that's what's going to happen. Now you're sharing it with everyone. Oh, no. Well, I don't want to be alone in this thought. Fair. You know? That's fair. Thank you for sharing it. You're welcome. And thank you for validating me. I really appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now um, we just need the third book. If we just get a release date on any of that, yeah. uh, that would be great. <laughs> um, yeah. I felt like Dane's redemption arc was earned. And yeah. I felt like he saved her life and then he did the work to become her friend again. And he did. I appreciated that. Yeah. I thought that as far as redemption arcs go, this is one that did seem worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the time, I feel like redemptions are rushed. And yeah. this is one that did not actually feel like it wasn't earned. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And Dane just, I, his saving Violet from torture was so refreshing. Oh, mm-hmm. oh man, I was so worried at that moment. I, I was know. like, oh no. 
Um, like I have goosebumps right now just thinking about that moment. But then when he like turns and stabs the guy, I'm just like, oh, thank God. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and then with Zayden seeing the intentions and, being like, you know, I could have killed him down there, but I didn't because his intentions were pure. I was like, oh, good. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, I really, really liked that. Yeah. And she has a friend. She has a friend again, a, a bookish friend, which I feel like is a relief because all of her other writer friends, like they're so, they're so sweet. They're like, we will help you. We will go to the library and do all of these things. But then I just feel like everyone has some form of ADHD except oh, they all do. Violet. And so like there's Riddick over there flipping a knife and trying to read a book, but it like he misses the knife every now and then. <laughs> just like Sawyer trying to talk to Jacinia the whole time and Rhiannon like doing her best, but not actually being able to do all that much. And it's just like it's so nice to have a friend that can read. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and yeah. I also, on that, I just want to say, I love Jacinia. I love her. Yeah. She's great. She's great. She is great. Mm-hmm. And she's badass in a bookish way. And I love it. She is. She, I mean, oh, it's it's so interesting because it's something that I noticed um, while reading Iron Flame, but didn't notice when reading Fourth Wing. So I'll go back and like look at the chapter headings. Yeah. But Jacinia is the one that transcribes mm-hmm. this. I mean, even at the beginning, at the beginning of Fourth Wing too, actually, that's one thing that I did remember because I think it's always so interesting it's very Lord of the Rings to be like, this book was transcribed into the common tongue by this character. But it's not something that anyone notices when like that character isn't part of the story, but this yeah. one is. And I so know. it's it's very cool and it's very like, okay, Jacinia is going to survive, but what's going to happen with everyone else? Well, two thoughts. Yeah. One, they all die. I or- think that might be what happens. Two, it's just Jacinia's job. To, That's also true. <laughs> to write it all down. <laughs> That's also true. So she could just be starting the new library. The new yeah, archive. but but some of the things that she's found, it's like collected correspondence or not necessarily collected, but it's like recovered correspondence. But it could have been lost. Violet and Zayden and stuff like that, where I'm just like, ooh, something blew up. And and this is all like Jacinia is and Sawyer are walking around in this new dystopian world where Jacinia is trying to collect absolutely everything she can. Everyone yeah. is dead. It's possible. It's possible. That's kind of what I, I think is going to happen. I just get worried when she's like to remember those who have fallen. I'm like Jacinia, do not be dramatic. Okay, well think about it though. If if Zayden and Violet are connected through their dragons and Zayden dies, doesn't Violet too? I don't think so because she has two dragons. She has oh, backup dragons. That's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. Okay. That is I think a good she'd point. Be okay. But if she dies, then Zayden absolutely is, is gone. I think he's probably toast. Yeah. Yeah. But then we need to find out how the bond works between a venom and a dragon. So you're right. Is Sid Gale gonna turn into a wyvern? Like, I don't is think she's gonna would lose like her front legs. Taryn's gonna be pissed. So would she. <laughs> yeah. She was not happy at the end of the book. She was like, Zayden, don't you dare. And he's like, I'm doing it anyway. She's like, you get back here. <laughs> right. She's like mama bearing the whole thing. Yeah. And he's like, I'm doing it anyway. And I, you know what? I felt for her. She was like, literally, I chose you and you are betraying me right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, That'd be so okay. interesting. Um, Violet's second signet. I have yes. lots of thoughts. I wrote them on okay. our document. I see that. I love it. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I can delve right into them, but do you have any thoughts and feelings? So I think I know that signets are really like 
just powered by the dragon, but they come from the rider. But part of me feels like maybe she'll get some sort of camouflage espionage sort of thing. Mm. Um, because Andarna has that sort of thing. Yeah. With her scales, which I, let me say the cutest thing when she was like, when Violet's like, you're not a black dragon. And Andarna is just like, but I, I look up to him so much. I just want to be like Tarn. And that's like why her scales are black is because she just loves him. And I'm just like, oh, my God. It's so cute. It's, it's so, so cute. cute. Oh, I love it. So I really part of me is like maybe Violet will have something like that. But yeah. I do like what your th- thing is. So let's get Thank into you. it. Okay. So. Um, The reason I thought of these two is because Rebecca herself has stated in interviews that we have already seen her second signet in action. (gasps) Ooh, okay. So I'm like, okay, so what are the two things that really stuck out to me as like, oh, normal people can't do that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, So one, when she was being tortured, she saw the ghost of Liam. And this might have been her, you know, like a defense mechanism or her mind just sort of like trying to help her get through this torture that was happening to her. But could she also have the ability to speak to those who have died? Well, it wasn't just that moment that she saw Liam either, was it? No, she ended up seeing him for a bit after. Yeah. 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 I really like that. Honestly, I think if we're going with Mr. Sorengill is going to be part of it, I think Mm -hmm. that might be how he... Ooh. becomes a part of it. I like that idea. I yeah, like that. I think too. that would be pretty dope. That would be very cool. And then because Violet and Zayden's first signets are so intertwined, like lightning and shadows, mm-hmm. um, my second thought is that she could have a gift that is similar to his. So if you guys remember that bit when they're on the throne room and they are oh, doing... I remember. Things that are rated PG-13 potentially are. Um, (laughs) And um, they're getting it on. And then Violet can see the plans that he has for her. Mm -hmm. She can see what he wants to do to her. And so I think maybe like he can sense intention. She can sense people's plans. I like that. I think that moment for me, I read it as... Like she went into his mind cave Mm -hmm. and he like just didn't realize that she got into it. Similar to how Farah and Reese go into each other's mind caves every now and then. Yeah. Um, But I mean, this is a completely different fantasy world. They just have some similarities. Yeah. It could be that like his walls were just down so she Mm -hmm. could enter his brain a little bit more than normal. But also that would be my second choice for what her... Yeah. Her signet would be. I could see that. I mean, also just like she's really good at coming up with plans. She's so good at it. She's really good at coming yeah. up with them. Um, and convincing people to go along with them too. Yeah. So it could, that could be something. Maybe it is like kind of a compulsion sort of thing mm-hmm. where she doesn't even know she's doing it. That could be. Absolutely. Yeah. Because, I mean, she actively doesn't know that she has a second signet in power at the moment. She's yeah. totally oblivious. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I didn't even think about the second signet until it was brought up with Zayden. And then someone else, like a different character, was like, oh, you have two dragons. Does that mean you have two signets? And I was like, oh, yeah, good point. I didn't even think about yeah. that. Right. Smart, 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 smart. Mm-hmm. You know what I was also thinking? This is just random. I love how all of the dragon riders are so proud of their own dragon and their own signet. Like nobody's jealous of anybody else. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is just like a really beautiful world to live in. It's so refreshing. Where everyone is happy with what they have. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's, it's nice that they celebrate their friends too. Where like the moment when Violet is trying to get the knife away from yeah the commanding officer and then Rhiannon like sees her panicked look and suddenly Rhiannon's able to like read minds compulsion maybe possibly she sees mm-hmm. the plan um 
and is able to finally like just pull the knife through yeah. through a wall through a door <laughs> and and then they they get into the room and they're like oh my god you did it and they're all just so excited for her it's not one of those like no one has competing signets really no it's so nice it's so nice that people are just so happy for everybody mm-hmm. else what are the other ones i'm i'm forgetting someone oh, yeah, has no. ice totally don't know um, someone has ice someone is sawyer sawyer is the second year but first ri- year rider yeah, right. he was the one that was held back. I think he's the one that can influence metal. Yes, I think so. Maybe. And then Riddick, I think, can just make ice. I don't Actually, remember. I don't remember at all. I don't. I. It's fine. Oh, so embarrassing. Mira, Mira does shields. Yes, I did know that. Yes, Brennan is a healer. Yes, they talk about that a lot. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Yeah. We will see. I was trying to quickly see if um someone had just like posted a list of the characters with their signets and nobody has that hmm. I can see. Maybe that's something that we should so, know. Yeah. Huge, huge uh gap in the market here. Oh, mm-hmm. I found a few. I found a few. So Storm Manipulation, General Sorengale. Let me see more people I know. Extending Wards, Mira. Ice Wielding, Riddick. Metal manipulation, Sawyer. Anyone else you're curious about? None specifically come to me. Oh, what's Imogen's? Uh, memory erasure. Oh, yeah. She does uh, use that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Sweet. Nice. Mm-hmm. We did it. Um, okay. I think the last big thing we need to talk about yes. is Zayden's second signet as well. Okay. Yeah. So for me, I know, like I knew he was going to have one. Because mm-hmm. it was, um, they kept talking about it. Like, if you have a dragon of your ancestor, it's dangerous. Right. You'll go crazy. <laughs> You'll go crazy. You will get a signet, signet, or you will die. And mm. I was like, all, all right. Okay. Sick. Drink <laughs> some wine. Sit in the <laughs> corner. Take a bath. I don't know. Okay. Um, <laughs> maybe if we offered people, like, comfort and therapy, they wouldn't be dying constantly. <laughs> Right, um, this is the flyers. They have like their weekly meeting, just being like, "So, what traumatic thing did you hear about, and how can we best help our riders? What can we do to help these people?" <laughs> um, so I knew that he was going to have one, and then it wasn't until we were in the scene when he was like, "I can't tell you because you'll hate me," and I'm like, "Oh, it's mind reading of some kind." Yeah, because that would be the only thing that would be hateful. Well, for me, he was just so scared of dying. From it, but I was like, oh, it's probably that one where, like in the first book, when someone started reading people's minds and then just completely got his neck snapped. Where I was like, oh, it's probably, yeah, you and I, I think, probably figured it out at the same time. Probably, yeah. Yeah. I had no idea what it was before that. Like, I didn't pick up any hints or clues before. No. There was one moment, like retroactively, where Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, this is probably a big moment into when, where he like goes and talks to Violet and is just like, I wasn't able to talk to all of the guards, but most of them are fine. And (laughs) I was like, why would you need to go talk to, and she even has that thought too. She's like, why does he need to go meet everyone? Like, what's the point? Mm -hmm. Um, where I was like, oh, okay, so that's probably it, where he's reading everyone's intentions in the entire world and just making sure that no one is going to kill them. I mean, it's a very useful signet. Super useful, but super exhausting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it it wasn't hard to figure out, like, once they started actually talking about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No. The second they started having the conversation, I was like, that's the only thing I can think of that would be bad right but then it's like i mean it's also parallel to dane dane has a mind reading one and his is he's only not been killed because his is with touching people right gosh that's probably a lot for her to handle (laughs) probably (laughs) poor gal these guys are just one is a golden retriever and one is a black lab i don't know i don't know I don't know. Both can read brains. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Both have read her brain at some point or another. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, Julia, do you have any final thoughts for us 
I don't think so. I think that I'm going to reread this at some point and maybe connect more um, mm-hmm. of like the correspondences at the beginning of the chapters. I think those are what I'm currently most interested in. Um, oh, yeah. And just seeing thing. I love rereading a book and seeing the stuff that I missed the first time. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm excited to read that again. Yeah, that'll be yeah. super fun. Yeah, yeah. And all the headings, I think, are just such good hints uh, for what's to come. They are. I mean, it's also a really good way to indicate what's going to happen in the following chapter. Like, it's it's always related to something that you are about to read. Yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. What about you? Final thoughts? Mm, no. Uh, <laughs> check it out. Yeah. Uh, we love Fourth Wing. Highly recommend. And Iron Flame's a good sequel. And we're yeah. excited for the third. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have any uh, book recs to go with it? I don't know that I do. I mean, I would say just if you want dystopian again, Divergent. But I think I suggested that for Fourth Wing, too. I think we did. Yeah. yeah. Divergent, Hunger Games. Maze Runner. Looking, Maze Runner. If you're looking for something like sexy fantasy addictive akatar mm-hmm. those would be my those would probably be my biggest recommendations yeah um, i can't think of anything Do you have any dragon like, books you know you would think i would and i do not i don't have any where the dragons like are as prevalent fair enough which is kind of arrogant <laughs> Gosh, I didn't really like Aragon. I don't, I don't think Aragon is a good comparison. Like, yes, they yeah. have dragons. Yes, the dragons can mind speak with their riders. It's not. It's not. It's an same. old. It's an older fantasy series, and you can tell. You can tell. Maybe Priory of the Orange Tree, but that is also so not the same. Yeah, like Priory of the Orange Tree is so much more dense. So much it more is. like lore. Um. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess. With that, we heckin' did it, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to rate and review the show on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. For more Novel Finds content, including minisodes and unboxing videos, subscribe to our Patreon. You can also listen to our minisodes through Spotify if you're a patron, so be sure to check that out by searching Novel Finds Patreon Exclusives. Our email, Instagram, and Patreon details can be found in our bio. We'll see y'all next time.